B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Come on, man. You know I only surf Transformer sites when there's girls around so they can see how cool I am. Nerd Radio starts now. Man, that Batman theme is so cool. It's a good thing. It's been, what, 30 years or so since that movie came out. Every time I hear it, I'm still like, yes. Is that Danny Elfman doing yes. that too? Yeah, it's Danny Elfman doing the uh, original Michael Keaton Batman theme. Welcome to Nerd Radio. My name's Chuck Bean. I am joined uh, by my co-host, as you've already heard, Mr. James. Hello. And uh, Al Beck. I'm, oh, wait, what is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's mm-hmm. still monosyllabic Al mm-hmm. Beck. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you'd be in a mm. better mood this week. Yes. Oh, please. <laughs> How long have we known each other, Chuck? Yeah, well, some your moods go up and down, but barely up. <laughs> true. More down than up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the reverse of my weight. It's <laughs> Pizza's a hell of a drug, man. Yes, it is. It's a hell of a drug. You're telling me. We're, uh, we're back again for another week of the Nerd Radio podcast, which you can download on many, many... Uh, web pages for many many stations but if you want to get to it the quickest mm-hmm. how do they do that al nerdradio101.com that's right and of course you can watch us taping the podcast on uh, checkpoint xp twitch stream on wednesday afternoons and james where can they yeah, find that that is right over at uh, twitch.tv slash checkpoint xp happy to be aboard with you guys again we've got plenty to get to had a weekend full of wrestling had the dc uh fandom and i've got a couple of stories that uh were a little too much to be believed that i saw in our prep service, so I'll be curious if you guys saw these stories, already talked about these stories, and what you have to say about them. Where would you guys like to... Oh, you know what? I know where I want to start. I want to apologize ahead of time. We don't do that here. No. As we sit here, I am 48 uh, to 72 hours out from seeing New Mutants, finally, after two years, and I want to apologize for whatever catastrophe is about to occur this weekend. <laughs> it's all my fault for wanting to see the stupid final x-men related fox movie <laughs> great so when cthulhu rises from the detroit river we know who to blame when it's, it's snowing i mean i i went yesterday i got my tickets um for the drive-in so that'll be a little bit safer than having to put on a hazmat yeah, suit no, that's fine going to the drive-in yeah i'm going to be going to the drive-in i'm going to be seeing it and uh and then i'm going to go be, be going right home and renting bill and ted video on demand yeah you so got your can, whole weekend planned out i do every time i hear somebody reference the drive-in i think of the band at the drive-in at the drive-in mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm always like yeah one arm scissor baby oh yeah oh no not that you're not going that. to go watch a movie i wonder at especially at this point if at the drive-in is going to play any shows at the drive-in i feel like they probably aren't no no i mean they reunited a bit of a tour they were hitting some festival gigs and i think they probably hate each other again so. oh well that happens the two Absolutely. guys with the afros are bros and i think everybody else is anti-bros i'm thankful that we haven't broken up like a band and then had to get back together well you know uh-oh I, well <laughs> you know the hate the hate's still brewing you're all okay. still working on we're it. still in that phase yeah yeah i think i'll be the first to go he'll <laughs> <laughs> be, be the first lady we, that breaks i mean we already have lost jefferson Kind of, but it's not like he left in a huff. No. It's not like you and Jefferson. No, his life just got good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming he had a job calling that paid He had a job. He got a good paying job. He's, he's got, got a wife, wife and a kid now. now. And, yeah. He's, so. you know, he's living the dream. He yeah. is, absolutely. Of some. I'm, I'm living the dream. I'm living the, living the nerd dream. Yeah. Working at a comic store part time. Yeah. Hanging well, out with you guys talking about nerd stuff. Here's the thing about dreams. Sometimes they're nightmares. Mm. Well, that's true. <laughs> Very true. Absolutely. <laughs> 
So let's start with this weekend in wrestling, because this shouldn't take very long. Thunderdome! Yeah, we had uh, NXT TakeOver 30 on Saturday, which uh, was, was pretty good. And had uh, they did that in the Performance Center. Yes, yes, they did. Uh, they had a really good ladder match going on in there. I thought the women's match was really cool. And then uh, Keith Lee losing to Karrion Cross. Very disappointed in the results, but then I realized why. Yeah, like one month after Keith Lee you know, wins both the titles. Champ, champ. Yeah, um, they, they had him lose, and it was like, well, that seems dumb. Yeah. All that work, all that build up to him just to lose to this guy who has a woman lip sync a song yep. during his entrance. That entrance is going to be such fire when people, when there are people in the crowd again. Yeah. We're going to be I'm so hyped. It. No, we're going to no. be so Like when Alistair Black comes out and he's got that, like. Well, I enjoy his little rising coffin, you know, gag that he has. Like right. That I enjoy, but just the shit coming out and. What I was going to say is there's this segment of the crowd when Aleister Black's music hits. I don't even know the words because it's something like screamy. Yeah. So, and people will scream along with it. Wow, they uh, know the lyrics, huh? Yeah, people that know the words. See, how, yeah. how soon till they change his theme, though? Yeah, well. This made me curious about something because I haven't watched a minute of wrestling. Yeah. Is obviously wrestlers have moves and things where they play to the crowd. Mm-hmm. Is there, like you said, she, this chick is lip syncing to her entrance music. Mm-hmm. Is there any of that still going on? You know, like Hulk Hogan used to do the ear thing, you know, like, let me hear, like, you is there, like the people's elbow, people's elbow. Stuff? Like is, is there any yeah. of that stuff that's like in heavy the machinery normal? with the worm? Yeah. They still have that stuff still going to exist. Yeah. And actually the woman who sings yeah, yeah. is the valet to another wrestler. Oh, gotcha. Okay. She's not yeah. even wrestling. Yeah. She's just like his valet. And she comes out and like, I mean, she's a sexy woman, mm-hmm. you know, half right. naked singing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure people find enjoyment in that. But for me, I'm like, Get to the wrestling. I don't have time to watch all <laughs> right. the sexy woman sing, lip sync. I wonder how awkward that is, though, to do the fan service with no one there. I'll tell you what, the first couple of weeks when they were in the Performance Center, there was a lot of playing to a crowd that wasn't there because it was before they had absolutely anybody in the stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were honestly playing to the televised crowd, and they had to, you could tell a lot of wrestlers had to learn how to readjust yeah. playing to a crowd that's at TV at home that is not giving you anything back. Because no they're feedback, not there yeah. to, yeah, you get no feedback to know what's yeah. working and what's not. It's like, um, oh, God, what is his name? Uh, Harlan Williams did a stand-up special in the middle of the desert on the top of a plateau, no one around. Oh, wow. Oof. And so, like, there's no crowd to react to his jokes. Right. <laughs> I never watched it, but, like, of all people, Harlan Williams, it's got to be. Must have been a uh, successful endeavor. <laughs> Al hasn't even watched it. Yeah. I think it's, like, a risky, interesting idea. I, I really should watch it to see how it went. I'm guessing it's really awkward. But anyway, not to interrupt. I was no, just... not at all. You know how you get Al to watch that. You tell him it's an episode of MASH. Yes. And then you put it, you slip it's, it in there. It's the Lost and Desert it, episode. Right? Turn, turns out I've seen it 700 times already. So, yeah, somehow you'd be like, wait, I have seen this. Just I know this. By way of os- osmosis, I've just, I just know it. <laughs> he knows all the punchlines that Hot Lips Hulahan's mentioned in. <laughs> That's right, yeah. The big thing about from Saturday, the big takeaway, though, is Pat McAfee really kind of did, being, doing pretty all right. I think I was asleep by the point uh, by that point in time. Yeah, Adam Cole. I might have woke up just in time to see Keith Lee go down. Adam Cole and Pat McAfee, go back and watch that match because, I mean, Adam Cole was going to be great anyways, but uh, there's it, Pat's got a couple of uh, spots in there. You're like, whoa, he's been training and he's actually pretty good. Really? <laughs> Which is always kind of fun when they get a celebrity in and, and they actually know some stuff. And what is his background? I don't even know what his background he is. He was a football punter. Oh, he's a football punter. And now he okay. does podcasting and he's been, you know, kind of one of their backstage people. Because okay. I know people were like, he's going to be a great... Uh commentator or whatever. I'm like, I don't know who the heck this guy is. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. I thought he was just like some scrub on the internet who was like 
troll in WWE. They're like, you know what? Sure. Let's get this guy in the ring so our let's, wrestlers can beat him up. And yeah, let's let Adam Cole make him famous. beat the crap out of him for calling him short. Mm-hmm. Well, Adam Cole is short. He, it's true. He's a wee little man. He, taking it back to uh, the nerd stuff and the gaming stuff, though, once we got to SummerSlam, during the pre-show, Zelina Vega was doing an interview with uh, her clients Andrade and uh, Angel Garza mm-hmm. and was wearing... An outfit. She's cosplayed on her Instagram before yes. and everything, but she was wearing an outfit as Sombra from Overwatch. Oh, really? And I remember seeing it uh, before I, I confirmed that it was Sombra, and I was like, I haven't played Overwatch in forever, but that's totally an Overwatch character. Like hmm. She's got the haircut going, and she's got the, the jacket and everything like that, and then they zoomed in, and she had this uh, this chain with the, the emblem on it, the little oh, skull, the little okay. sugar skull. And I'm like, she is cosplaying an Overwatch character. Yeah, and I know she's uh, she's bigger into the the gaming world in terms of wrestlers than gaming too. Because she's yeah. always on up, up, down, down. I think she might even hold of some sort of a title or some sort of a, a winning title of some sort of contest that, they, that they've had. And I know she streams on Twitch. She's been bringing some of her storylines from the WWE yeah. onto her Twitch streams. Because who's she feuding with? Uh, um, Bianca Belair. Yeah, so Bianca Belair like busted into her house in the middle of a Twitch stream, broke into her, her house up. in the middle of a Twitch stream, yeah. and beat her up. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> That's cool to extend the brand that way. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Yeah. But then uh, we had SummerSlam on Sunday, which was dubbed You'll Never See It Coming. That was the tagline for it. And uh, the only thing I didn't see coming was the end, really. Same here. Yeah. Uh, so it was true. That is exactly <laughs> true how they ended it. Everything else was kind of eh. But mm-hmm. uh, once they got to see the big dog, yeah. the return of Roman Reigns, hmm. he's been gone for uh, pretty much since COVID started because uh, he's immunocompromised. And oh, gotcha. He's also, uh, his wife just gave birth to two baby girls, so he didn't want to take the risk of catching anything and then bringing it back home. And uh, finally making his return in the WWE Thunderdome. Yeah. What'd you think of the uh, SummerSlam, James? Eh, it was just okay. It wasn't, yeah. you know, I've seen, you've seen better pay-per-views, but, uh, you know, overall, like it, it was just okay. Uh, it was exciting. This is probably the first time I've been excited to see Roman Reigns. Yeah. Anytime Roman Reigns is coming, I'm like, oh, Roman, I'm, I'm going to go get a snack. Right. <laughs> the big dog time is going to come and talk about, this is his yard. I get it. But uh, it's exciting to see him come in. Um, I was actually surprised at the end because I didn't think uh, anybody who hadn't seen it yet, spoiler alert, um, I didn't think The Fiend was going to beat um, Braun Strowman. Uh, no, so I was I... surprised at that. And then Roman Reigns came out. I was like, oh, okay. That was kind of a cool ending. But I didn't. I don't like The Fiend with the belt. I, just, yeah. I feel like you've put yourself in a corner now, so every match is either going to be you know, the Fiend is going to do the Fiend stuff with everybody. Right. Or there's going to be some weird tripped out video wrestling match that I'm like, I don't want to watch, uh, and, you know, Vince McMahon's acid trip, you know, in documentary form. At least we didn't have to watch a match all under the red light. At least yes. they stopped doing that mm-hmm. BS. Yeah. I agree. I, I'm not a big fan of the Fiend with the title. I, I like it more when Bray Wyatt uses the Fiend character to exact vengeance on people that have wronged him yes. over the years. That's 100%. that's kind of the f- most fun part. I was more surprised that we got no Alexa Bliss during that match. I really yeah. thought there was going to be shenanigans with Alexa Bliss, and then it was just over. Uh, but I think any of the um, any any of our qualms about it are going to be probably answered in about three days when yep. we do another pay per view on the network. And I thought that was weird too that they all of a sudden they have back to back pay per view weeks. That's that's like, dumb to do it like silly. a week later. Um, but but we also found out on Sunday that uh, Keith Lee moving up to Raw, which yeah. is very cool. Cool for him. Yeah, I've uh, I was telling Amy at this point in my life as I watch wrestling, I am more impressed with the guys the size of Keith Lee or Otis that can oh, keep up with yeah. everybody because they're like when when we how big were, are we talking? 
Uh, we're talking three to four bills, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like Keith Lee is amazing because he's just this big dude that also does moonsaults off the top rope. Oh wow! And the fact that you've got to be a cardio machine mm-hmm. to move like that at that yeah. weight and keep up with the little you know two o two o five guys. Bring back the Vader bomb. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Vader. Vader's another one that's yeah. back in the day that like would do moonsaults and you're like. What is that huge man doing on top yeah. of the roof, top rope? Somebody get that man down before he hurts himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas you had, uh, what was his name? Rakishi would just sit on you. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> the stink face. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Gotta get pink eye that way. Yeah. It wasn't all good news in the WWE Thunderdome. I don't know if you've seen this, James, but uh, the last couple of shows, I don't think fri- Friday was safe, but on Sunday, uh, somebody snuck into their, their video stream, uh, hashtag Fire Velveteen Dream, for stuff that came out uh, about a month ago I, I saw an article i didn't see it uh, live on on the air but yeah i, did I didn't catch that, it that either came up I, I know there was also some other offensive things some sort yes. of a kkk reference of some sort was put on screen and then it also claims that there was a picture of chris benoit yeah somebody took a picture of chris benoit and put it in their their zoom call yeah, so what they're doing al like uh, in the thunderdome what they did is they rented out a whole arena they're now no longer doing wwe stuff like in the the training center it's okay all, like, a big arena like it usually is sure but they've taken all the seats and they've replaced it with giant led screens so if you see a wrestler in the screen uh in the ring Behind him, instead of seeing a crowd, you see a bunch of Zoom camera squares. Oh, yep. so, so you can be there, there, sort of. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. You, people yeah. can apply to be in there. And so what people were doing, they were on this party to be watching wrestling and to be in the crowd. And they're taking advantage of that and putting inappropriate things up. Gotcha. Which, I mean, I can't really slight them for it because I would probably do something similar. I just wouldn't well, do yeah. stuff. Like that offensive, right? You know? Yeah, I w- I would like to believe that there is a line you would not cross. Exactly. When it yeah, comes yeah. to both, that kind of both thing. the lines that were crossed, I would not be a part of that. And yeah. I'm not I'm not up on the the Velveteen Dream stuff. You can fill me in with that off the air, but yeah, because um, I like the Velveteen Dream. Man. Yeah, well, it's like Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle were part of that that uh, that thing about a month or two ago where a okay. whole bunch of wrestlers were called out for being inappropriate. Yeah, I know Matt Riddle other... had said like it was his ex girlfriend. It was a past right. relationship. She was like crazy. So I kind of get. Matt Riddle, like I'm still on yeah. the, the Bro Stallion side, but now I got to look into uh, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I, I can fill you in off the air about Sounds Velveteen good. Dream. It ain't, it ain't pretty. That's a bummer. Yeah, so we'll have to see how long they actually can continue to allow the fans to be on Zoom mm-hmm. for this kind of thing. I mean, you think eventually them being on Fox for Friday nights and and USA for Monday nights, like. I, Event, we probably expected. I think we even said it last week that somebody was going to put their donger. Oh on, yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't been a leaner like on that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a matter of whoever they've got that's supposed to be watching these, you know, 300 Zoom call. They're using that technology be- from Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to yeah. have to get even more people. Hot dog to be not hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's going to be interesting to see how long this lasts because yeah. people are trolls in general, it seems, mm-hmm. and they are double trolls on the internet. So I have to say that uh, I really appreciate that when we do record this on Twitch on uh, on Wednesdays, that the group that we've got in our chat right now, all of you guys uh, have have never been inappropriate in the chat, thankfully, except for that goddamn Jay Moore. Yeah, well, you know, you and Jay he's Moore on waivers. <laughs> <laughs> And that doesn't give you a uh, that doesn't give you free reign to be inappropriate either. I just want to put that out there. I'm keeping an eye on you. All right, let's take a short break and we'll come back. Also, this weekend was DC Fandom, where we got to find out about a whole bunch of TV Thunderdomes and Fandoms and Fandoms. Yeah, in fact, that's why I called this week's uh, episode on Checkpoint XP uh, Nerd Radio Underground in the Checkpoint XP Cyberdome because 
It's, everything's a dome now. Dude, Cyberdome. That sounds... <laughs> uh, you battle in the Cyberdome. In the Cyberdome. Hi, this is Billy West, your old pal. And this is Philip J. Fry. You know, 25-year-old pizza delivery boy. And I was sitting here listening to nerd radio. It's real cool. You don't know anything about radio. Listen to me. I was a radio guy, and I know better than you. Kip, alert the men. I've made it with a woman. On nerd radio? Uh. <laughs> I still love that line. Billy West, yeah. man. What a dude. That's cool. That's a good little uh, liner from him. Yep. And that was the interview, too, where I forgot his name during yeah, the Yeah. <laughs> I just oh, no. remembered that, too, and I was debating whether or not to bring it up. No, go ahead. Yeah. I have to live with it for the rest of my life. That was quite possibly he one of my He was most... gracious about it, He was though. super he gracious was like, about it. Thank you for your time, Willie East. I yeah. really yeah. appreciate you sitting down. Oh, your name is Billy West? Yeah, no, you could go back in the archives and hear it. I was Willie like, East. I'm here with a voice acting legend. And then there's this awkward pause as, I, as we locked eyes. And he's like, Billy West. I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's nothing. I mean, you got to oh. appreciate calling someone a legend to their face and then immediately forgetting their name Having also to their no. face. Well, that's when you just reintroduce yourself. He's like, sorry, I, uh, I'm moonlighting as a normal nerd radio <laughs> podcast reporter, but I'm really a superhero that goes by the name of Senility. <laughs> then I would, that would explain everything if I'd had that years ago. Yeah. My superpowers, I forget everything. Welcome back to Nerd Radio. My name is Chuck B, not Senility. Joined by <laughs> that would actually be kind of a fun bit, almost like a Sasha Sasha Baron Cohen type yeah. of thing, where you interview people as Senility, but you don't. They're not in on the joke. That's and yeah. you just yeah. keep forgetting the question. You have like a button up with like a Senility shirt, and you're always like, <laughs> I keep my costume underneath my clothes. Oh, that would be See? pretty. There's my logo. Be pretty it back up be so frustrated i thought i thought you were gonna go it would be funny when you do interviews to purposely forget somebody's name every time not like you would be doing that but in the character but you forget everything like you re-asked the same question they just answered oh yeah that because you forgot that would really really press the point home if you waited about three questions and then answered or asked the first question again (laughs) so how did you get involved with futurama mr Uh, willie east yeah (laughs) See, so there you go. Now you, now you know what to do in a week or two when you... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Nerd Radio. I am Chuck Bean, joined by Al Beck and James. Of course, find us on our social media all, all over the place at Nerd Radio 101. And make sure you follow us on YouTube as well. That's where you can uh, check out the videos. So we talked last week very briefly about DC Fandom. It's mm-hmm. basically Warner Brothers DC Comics version of Comic-Con this year. You know, a bunch of Zoom calls, a bunch of previews of stuff because they weren't at San Diego Comic-Con. Almost... An hour after we recorded, and I told you DC Fandom was going to be 24 hours that this past yeah. weekend, they decided they're going to do it again in September in a couple huh. of weeks. Wow. Huh. Well, I feel like this one was a very big success. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they just before they you know started revealing stuff, they were like, hey, guess what? We're, we'll be back in September to do this, and uh, we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. But they showed us a lot of video games and a lot of movies and television shows that we can look forward to. I'm curious to get your guys... Uh, I'm, I'm sure... Al, you've not watched any of these trailers. No. Uh, James, have you checked I've anything out? I've watched The Batman. Okay. And was Suicide Squad also revealed? Because I think I watched yep. it because John Cena posted it. Yep. Um, and I've seen little bits and pieces of some of the video games. So. All right. So from what you've seen and what you've heard, I'm curious to get your guys' uh, take on these particular things. We'll start with The Batman, uh, directed by Matt Reeves. Going to have Robert Pattinson uh, as Batman and Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Edward. The sparkly vampire ah. is going to be the Batman. Yeah. I, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I 
I don't necessarily I can't think of examples of like him really showing his acting chops, but I can see the potential in some of the stuff I've seen. I have not seen the trailer yet, and I refuse to watch it as I typically do. Um, but I just keep reminding myself when I was originally upset, and I know I've mentioned this before, he is almost at the exact same level of Heath Ledger prior to Dark Knight. Yeah. It's just like, are you effing kidding me? That guy, the the Knight's Tale yep. is going to be the Joker. Are you out of your mind? The 10 <laughs> things I hate about the Joker. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so distraught over that, and he killed it. So, I mean, like that broke really... Broke back Joker. Broke back Joker. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm willing to give him a fair shake, and I, I really think he's got the potential to do it. And I've heard nothing but good things from people who have seen yeah, the trailer. The trailer, I thought they did a great job of making this movie, making me excited and curious about the movie and wanting to see it. Yeah. So. It used uh, Nirvana's yeah. Something in the Way in the trailer okay. which my sister was not cool with i've been talking to her over text the last couple of weeks and she's mm-hmm. like i hate it when they use one of our 90s grunge songs in a trailer because i don't like being like marketed to with those <laughs> i'm like i think it's great yeah i love, love when that stuff that happens yeah. Yeah, what, whoever's what, in charge of that estate so what is the overall nerd reaction of the, the people trailer? are real excited about it yeah. uh, obviously zoe kravitz is going to be the Catwoman. the villain looks like it's going to be the riddler um and I don't know. Did you play the second Arkham game, the Arkham City? Yeah, I didn't get all that because that far had like the three hundred Riddler trophy. So everyone's yeah. been making the joke of you know like the post credit scene is going to be Robert Pattinson find the other two hundred ninety seven <laughs> or something like that <laughs> after he's mine. done with this movie. Yeah. But the the way that he shows up in the um, trailers, like he's got like a trash bag over his head. He's not wearing you know a goofy green Riddler costume or anything like that, and. In the, I bring up the Arkham City game because that was the only other time that I remember them kind of trying to do a dark version of the Riddler, and I don't like that. Mm. Because, especially in Arkham City, like, when you do dark ver- dark Riddler, he's just Jigsaw. Oh, sure, I can yeah. see that, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and like, no, I, I, I appreciate a Riddler who is really only in it to outsmart Batman. He's not there to kill anybody or hurt anybody. You know, obviously, yeah, I'm going to rob a bank, and if somebody gets in the way, then they're going to you're going to get hurt. I feel like thing. you need but, that darkness though from the Riddler. You're going up against the Dark Knight, Batman. When yeah. you, when you say you the, know? the Gotham Riddler was kind of dark, he was. He didn't yes. he murder his coworker yeah. because yeah. she didn't like him, and yeah. then she, he had to hide the body that was his first murder, and he found a taste for it. Yeah, I thought they yeah. did a great, good job on Gotham with him because mm-hmm. he slowly fell into that darkness. He wasn't yeah. just yeah. like. I'm a dark, creepy guy. You know, you kind of liked him at first. You're like, right. Hey, yeah, you almost, you, guy. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he was a sympathetic character because yeah. you kind of felt bad for the dude. Yeah, because he's nobody really pays attention to him at right. work. He's not yeah. scoring with the ladies. I can relate to a lot of that stuff. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah. You know, and then he starts to murder. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. Well, this is where our paths have div- diverged. Completely diverged. Yes. <laughs> he was the Lieutenant Barkley of Gotham. Yes. <laughs> the Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also got to see the trailer for Wonder Woman 84, which is due out October the 2nd. I really like this trailer. Yeah. Did you? I thought it looked pretty fun. I don't know. That, I don't think I've seen it, but I've seen the previous trailer. I think the Wonder Woman 84 movie looks great. Yeah. So I, I know I'm going to see it. Um, I think did they show us a little bit more of what's her face? Kristen Wiig. Uh, not Cheetara, because that's the chick from No, just Cheetah. Cheetah, okay. Yeah, Kristen. You get to see Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, so CGI'd out, so she mm. looks like Cheetah. Sorry, I got Cheetara in my brain because I was watching uh, Thundercats and Hulu. Yeah, I saw that. Somebody wasn't it in the uh, in the Manthong uh, Discord. Somebody was like, "Hey, Thundercats is on Hulu." Possibly, and we were like, "Oh yeah, was it, <gasps> might have been." Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I just know it's yeah, put the, on my radar. It's like Ooh. the original Thundercats is on Hulu. In case anybody uh, didn't hmm. know that, so you you need that fix. Thundercats, Thundercats, Thundercats! <laughs> whoa! 
I want maybe I should check out the uh, Wonder yes, no the one the Wonder Woman <laughs> trailer because I don't know, I enjoyed Wonder Woman but I I don't and I'm gonna see it I don't I don't care that much like yeah and and you know what um a, a little bit like, of a spoiler it opens up with her using the lasso to essentially web swing from lightning bolts hmm. and it's awesome hmm. it looks so cool. I like that better than, like, sometimes Wonder Woman will fly, and obviously back in the day she had the invisible jet yeah. to explain that away. But uh, I, I I like the idea of her using the lasso and being so in tune with the gods that she can she knows where a thunderbolt or a lightning bolt is about to hit, and she can That's grab cool. it and swing. That's pretty cool. That was really cool looking. But, yeah, that one's due out August uh, the 2nd. The the Batman is due out next year in, in uh, or October, not August the 2nd, October 2nd. Uh, we also got to see that the a uh, little bit of the Justice League Snyder Cut trailer. Oh, I did see that that part of that trailer too. My fiance was like, "You got to check out the Snyder Cut trailer." I was like, oh, "That's what Justice League could have been, right?" Oh, I wish they would have made that movie. Yeah, that's that's why I wanted to ask you guys yeah. about it because I I feel like all my favorite parts of the Justice League movie are probably the ones Joss Whedon stuck in there. Oh, really? And they're also saying that because it's going to be on HBO Max, they're going to make it a miniseries. It's nice. going to be four episodes, okay. four one-hour episodes of oh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, no. which just feels like you're giving me more of something I didn't enjoy in the first place. Oh, just for the record, I enjoyed Justice League. Yeah. But mm-hmm. watching this trailer of the Snyder Cut, I was like, they just cranked it up to 11 on that movie. Right. No, I feel like I ordered some food and it was bad. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this wasn't good. And I sent it back and they gave me more of it. Here's, uh, like, yeah. no, I, I didn't say I wanted more of Here's the bad food. Here's a gift certificate to our buffet. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's supposed to come out sometime next year, and uh, fans seem to be pr- pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I want to see what uh, what he had in mind for the movie. I think yeah. that I'll probably judge it a lot less harshly because I hadn't just dropped $15 to see it. Yeah, is it exclusively on HBO Max? It is. Okay. Yeah, because I know that that is absolutely... I tend to judge a movie much more harshly when I have to... I, I, I understand that New Mutants is not going to live up to the price tag. I just paid for it, so... Yeah, you never know. I think the trailers for the New Mutants is looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it, but I know that uh, my expectations are impossibly high. Uh, we also got some video game news. Uh, Gotham Knights, a co-op adventure set kind of in the in the world of the uh, the Arkham games, uh, where you can play as either Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin, or Batgirl, is going to be coming out now, next isn't year. Isn't Red Hood a villain? He or was. Did Red Hood start out as a hero and went villain, or... Red Hood was, if I'm remembering correctly, originally in uh, the Killing Joke. It's uh, what the Joker was dressed as when he was dumped into the vat before he he became the Joker. He was dressed as the Red Hood. Uh, Eventually, the Joker went on to beat uh, one of the Robins to death. Jason Todd. Jason Todd with a crowbar. Jason Todd was resurrected and took on the Red Hood moniker, and that's the Red Hood that you play in the games Uh, now. That is who the Red Hood is now. Yeah. A resurrected Robin. Yes. Yeah. That's a little more extreme. Actually, uses firearms and ooh, like resurrected Robin banged the Punisher. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be a co-op adventure. You're probably going to be fighting the Court of Owls and uh, some of uh, some of Batman's Rogues Gallery. And it seems like the other game that they announced too, the uh, Suicide Squad, killed yeah. the Justice Kill League. Kill the Justice League. That is a heck of a thing you're going to do in that game. Yeah, that's going to be your goal. Is that's because that shows like four or five members of the the Suicide Squad, and that feels like it's going to be another squad based kind of like a multiplayer like, game, almost like what the Avengers is right now. But hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, well, I can't say better because I think the Avengers game is good, but uh, in the same vein, yeah, just different characters. But they show in the trailer an evil Superman, 
and uh, that gives you the impression that the Suicide Squad are actually going to be the good guys as far as mm-hmm. this is concerned when they, when they try and murder the Justice League. It's almost like Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe yeah, yeah. in video game form. Also, it really throws me in the trailer that uh, Captain Boomerang has some kind of weird teleporting powers or some speed powers. Oh, here goes like, Captain That's... Boomerang. I don't know about that guy. What a weird name. <laughs> I'm like, he just throws boomerangs, right? I thought that was a shtick. <laughs> Beware the boomerang. Well, James, you said uh, you saw some of the uh, Suicide Squad stuff online. Yeah. Uh, that is probably the thing I am the most excited for. Dude, all, the, all these characters that they're putting in the movie. I'm like, what? These guys even, I didn't even know these guys existed in the, the world of comics. Yeah, this is absolutely the the idea behind like Suicide Squad of like, we're going to take a bunch of B-list villains and we're just going to make up a bunch of villains because the lifespan on any of these guys is not long for this world. Mm-hmm. But the cast for this movie is amazing. Even if James Gunn wasn't attached to this movie, I would go just to see the cast. Let me run this down for you. Margot Robbie Bobby is returning as Harley Quinn. Uh, so is Joel. Hubba, hubba. Joel Kinnaman is going to be Rick Flagg again. Idris Alba will be a character called Bloodsport. Pete Davison is going to be a character called Blackguard that I don't know. Uh, Jai Courtney returning as Captain Boomerang. Nathan Fillion is in this movie. Nice. As a character that's just called uh, TDK, which I actually, most of these characters I had to look up because I'm like, I've never heard of this name before. And uh, I don't remember what. I'm looking it up again right now. I don't remember what TDK was supposed to stand for, but there was a character in... Hold on. Oh, the Detachable Kid. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, his ability is that he can rip his own arms off and beat you with them. <laughs> some of the abilities of some of the people that they have in here is perfect for James Gunn, especially knowing oh. what he, he's done with Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and those kind of characters. Like I'm excited to see what he's doing with this band of misfit superhero, anti-hero characters i'm stoked to see captain mal man yeah no he was originally in uh secret origins number 46 way back in the day tried to join the legion of superheroes in the future uh and his name was arm fall off boy arm fall off boy <laughs> cousin to stretch armstrong right yeah. i uh, love the lack of effort in that name i just <laughs> it really speaks arm to me fall off boy michael rooker's in this movie like you said john cena is playing a character called peacemaker which uh he said in the video is essentially captain america but a dick Okay. So uh, Sean Gunn will be in this movie, and uh, David Dest Malachan is uh, the polka dot man. He was, give me a say, he's the guy from the Ant-Man and the Wasp movies that talks about the Baba Yaga in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm. He was also in uh, The Dark Knight. He's the uh, he's the one that uh, Batman, he's one of Joker's thugs okay. that Batman captures. That's all crazy. Um, Peter Capaldi is in this movie. Really? Yeah. The he's, doctor. Yeah. It's like, look. Look at that cast, man. Holy crap. Like I said, if, even if James Gunn wasn't attached to this movie, I would be all about it. I would want to see it. So that's the uh, that's the Suicide Squad. I think we've got to wait till next year for that particular movie. Yeah, it says August 6th, 2001. Well, I'm hyped. I'm ready for or it already. 2021. 2001. <laughs> Hopefully COVID doesn't push it back later. Yeah, they announced that there will be an Aquaman sequel. They're working on a Shazam sequel. Uh, the Rock was there to talk about the Black Adam movie, even though they didn't have any. They haven't shot anything. I don't think they even have a script for it. And uh, Neil Gaiman talked about the Sandman Netflix show mm-hmm. that we're supposed to be getting, saying that um sounds much like uh, The Boys and Preacher. They're going to be kind of bringing it forward because those comics originally came out in the 90s before you know cell phones and the internet, stuff yeah. like that. So the events will take place somewhat like they did in the book, but they will take place in the now times gotcha. instead of okay. then. Yeah. What's the Sandman's 
Like, so I know Sandman from Marvel as Spider-Man's enemy. What's Sandman right. in the DC universe? In the DC universe, specifically in the DC Vertigo universe, uh, when um, Neil Gaiman took over, Sandman was the king of dreams. Okay, so, so he's more of like the Sandman, like in your, like a Freddy Krueger-esque kind of a bad guy? He's not a bad guy, though. Oh, he's a he's good guy. He's just the king of dreams. Oh, okay. And he has a, a whole family of, uh, like, death is uh, one of his, his younger sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of being the Grim Reaper, it's this cute goth girl. Oh, okay. Uh, that comes to uh, you know pick you up when you die and mm. take you on to the next yeah, part of makes that, the afterlife. That's a little more pleasant. If I got yeah. a hot goth chick driving me somewhere. I'm like, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I never got around to reading Sandman, but I know someone we used to work with, a web guy we used to work with, loves it. Oh, yeah. It's Your game. old neighbor, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize he was into that. Yeah, he loved that. Yeah, my old neighbor, and we had the same last name. Yes, you we do. Exactly, yeah. exactly one. Small, yeah. small world. Yep. Yeah, Neil Gaiman's fantastic. Honestly, like he all his stuff that he writes is very fairy tale like, mm-hmm. but uh, like Good Omens, the thing that was on Amazon that was based on a book that he'd written. Oh, interesting. So well, thanks for the the update on Sandman because yeah, you're Sandman. I'm like, this is another man who's made out of sand. Nope, and... nope. It's uh, it's it's Mr. Sandman from the old uh, Mr. Sandman. <laughs> Bring me a dream. <laughs> you know what? While we're talking about DC stuff too, I forgot to tell you the other weekend I finally caught Birds of Prey as soon as it hit HBO Max. Yeah, that was I. I was over the weekend. I was I pro- pulled it up. So I was looking for something to watch. Did you hated as much as the whole world hated it. I really didn't. I liked it too. I thought I it was thought good. It was so, really fun. <laughs> I think what they're setting up would would be very cool. I I can understand much like uh, what is it, was Iron Man three the one with the Mandarin. Yes. Yeah. Or was it Iron Man 2? I believe it was 3. Yeah. yeah, it, was, yeah. it was Iron Man 3. I can understand anybody that saw the characters like um, Black Canary or Cassandra Kane, who was one of the Batgirls and, and was like, that's not right. Because they're def- drastically different than the character you would have read in the comics books. Ah, okay. But I thought it was a really fun movie. Yeah, I think it was good. I enjoyed the movie. And I think what they're doing to set up for other movies with the Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um, I think they did a good job. Yeah, it was fun. You know, that uh, above and beyond the fact that Margot Robbie is an attractive woman, I think mm-hmm. she's really good at Harley Quinn. I think it's fascinating that we have two actresses doing Harley Quinn, one in animation and Margot Robbie. And is- both of them are different, but both exactly what you would want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, Kaylee Cuoco on the animated? The, the animated yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Penny. Penny. Yep. Yep. But both of them are, like I said, both of them are absolutely fantastic in, in the role. Both of them are absolutely nailing it. Yeah. Good casting. Looking forward to seeing what else the uh, DC fandom is in a couple of uh, weeks on uh, Saturday. And look, at, I'm thinking that because this was all movies and TV shows... This is going to be actual comic stuff. Actual comic stuff is probably going to be in a couple of weeks. They probably I brought this up last week. The fact that they just had to fire a bunch of people and yeah. cancel a bunch of books yeah. in a couple of months. Maybe they decided maybe we'll push the comic book stuff back a couple of weeks. Right. Maybe it's not a great time to be celebrating our comic Let division. Let people calm down, relax after uh, you know Hawkman has been moved to the streaming network or whatever. <laughs> Hawkman. I was going to mention Hawkman. the uh, fandom. Oh, you know what? That's why I was going to mention the Shazam. Is it the Shazam? No, the Black Adam movie. That was one of the things the Rocket said is that they're going to introduce the Justice Society of America, and Hawkman's a part of that. Is he? So you might get to see Hawkman on the big. I wonder who's going to play Hawkman. I don't know. I don't know a damn thing about Hawkman. <laughs> I like making fun of him because his name's Hawkman. And right. I can only imagine. Half man, half hawk. Well, now you know he's about savage. He's got really long right. toenails. Now you know. Now you know about arms fall off, boy. Yeah, so. arms fall off, boy. Yeah. AKA TDK. Who, who, who wins in a fight between Hawkman and Arms Fall Off? Boy? Hawkman dives down, grabs his arms, and they just fall right off. Yeah. Now he's got no arms. Now yeah. he's just no arms. But he can beat them, beat the hawk senseless as he's. With the arms that yes. have fallen off. <laughs> that would be a wild battle. I just, I just blew my mind with that, Al. 
Because I'm picturing a hawk flying away, giant hawk. <laughs> God damn it, stop with that! With a man's face, he's got the he's got the arms yeah. in his in his claws, my arms, and, and the then arms the arms punching, yeah, the arms start punching him. My arms. He's on the ground, just going. Yeah. Ha! Yeah. His arms are doing this. Yeah, he's got one arm punching him, the other arm's giving the middle finger. <laughs> you realize his arms fall off, boy, did you? Well, DC, once again, uh, taking the comic book store by storm this week because we get the first issue of Batman Three Jokers, which I've got Ooh. right here for you. Uh, Jeff Johns, Jason Fabach. This is a. Uh, I'm sorry, who? Jason Fabach. Oh. I thought I heard a different one. No, you did not. I was like, my goodness. Chuck Bean. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Look, I, I, when I call in DMX, it's intentional. I'm not going <laughs> to accidentally do it. I was like, my goodness. Um, but uh, this is a story four years in the making. Well, I hope it's good then. Four years ago is when, Al, you, uh, you were collecting Justice League, and it was revealed to the Batman that there was not one Joker when he asked uh, the, what was it, the, the chair the oh, yeah, chair yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the, the, the new gods have yeah. this chair that has all the information. The, the boom tube or whatever. Yeah, right. I can't remember what the chair was called, though. But he asked the chair, what is the Joker's real name? And the now, chair is said... Is a person that's like a, a chair? Or it is about, literally like a chair. It's a chair. It's literally a chair. Like, so the thing There's, my yeah. ass is in right now. Yeah. Batman yeah. had a conversation with it. The There's, chair of the gods. There, there is a... I think his name's Orion. There's a, a new god that uh, rides around in this chair, and the chair has all the knowledge of the entire universe in it. I need to write this down because I'm going to write my own little story, but instead of a chair, it's going to be a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> toilet of knowledge. Right. Drink from the toilet of knowledge. So Batman sits on this chair in a Justice League issue four years ago and says what's the joker's real name and the chair says which one ah and ever since then people were like what there's more than one joker what oh my god there's more than one joker uh this book probably would have come out about a year ago except that jeff johns was busy doing doomsday clock the watchman dc crossover and that took an extra year to uh to get out but we're finally at the first issue of three of batman three jokers let me tell you i do really like jeff johns so Uh, yeah i did uh grab one of these just in case you wanted it Yes, for you. please. Uh, but what I wanted to bring up for you guys, definitely make sure if you're interested in this, because now you get to find out that not o- that there are uh, three different Jokers responsible for different things that have happened uh, to the Batman family. Now they're all working together. Uh, when you go to your comic store, try and see if you can get yourself one of these. Ooh. It's a little promo piece that they've got going on here. I'll toss these over to you like, like Gambit. Ah! <laughs> in my blind spot. <laughs> Uh, but there's a little promo piece that's uh, a playing card that's got uh, Joker on one side as the Jack of Spades and uh, Batman on the other side as the, I don't know, Bat of Spades. The Bitch of Spades. Yeah, so there you go. The that's bitch pretty of cool. Spades. Yeah, I thought that was that was really neat. There are five covers to this book. Wow. Which one's going for the most money on eBay right now? Uh, well, there's a 1 in 25 cover that's going for stupid amounts of money. Oh, what's this it is look just, like? This is just the regular cover. I think it's black and white, mm. or maybe it's, it's got this, this green lettering all over it. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, there's this one. There's one that's just the Batman's face, and then there's three, the, the three different Jokers. This is the one with the crowbar, obviously. I like it. Is that the crowbar that killed Robin? Yep. Mm. Yep. R.I.P. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's even for uh, it's $6.99. <laughs> Because it's extra thick, but it's uh, it's neat. I read it last night. It's really, really neat. Six ninety nine and extra thick, huh? Yep. It's like going shopping at the meat market. One <laughs> <laughs> extra thick cut. As always, I encourage you guys to check out Comic Shop Locator. Find the comic book store near you. And uh, if you're into the Batman or the Joker, this is the big story. I mean, they're doing another Joker story in the main books right now called Joker War, and that's where the uh, new Harley, the punchline character, is uh, 
is in. She's not in this particular book, but this is going to be the big one right here for for this year. The so. big thick one. The big thick one. The big thick one for the year. All right, we're going to reset and see if I can't get uh, big and thick out of James's head and uh, come back with some more nerd radio. What has Nintendo done to Mario's nipples? Oh no! And uh, Fall Guys. Been pierced. Getting uh, getting announced uh, just this morning as one of the most downloaded games. We'll cover that and more next on Nerd Radio. This is Nerd Radio. I want nothing. <laughs> I want absolutely nothing. There's no prize to win here. We're all losers. I wish I could remember what we were talking about. When we it doesn't that, matter. It doesn't matter. I just remember it being a really funny bit, and uh, I wanted to immortalize it. Yeah, what did happen? I think it was some sort of a game. Uh, yeah. You're trying to come up with a game with me and Alan. I think me and Alan just, <laughs> just did not respond completely. the way you expected us to respond. <laughs> completely derailed. It was before I realized that that was how, that was the, the formula for the show mm-hmm. is to present you guys stuff and then wait yeah. for you to. Alan James derail Chuck Bean. Make, yeah. it, <laughs> make it dirty. We are back with more Nerd Radio. Follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. Also find us online. That's right. You want all of them this time? Uh, If you want. Sure. All right. WRF.com in Detroit. Also, Rock 92.9 Rocks in Boston. Uh, That's .com. (laughs) 96K Rock in Fort Myers. You should have just gave the one. Streamlined at NerdRadio101.com. And, of course, Wednesdays, you can find us on Checkpoint XP's Twitch stream. Recording our podcast. Where's that, James? It's twitch.tv slash checkpointxp. All right, so there's always stories that I will see uh, that I have to save for Nerd Radio because I know that uh, I feel like I get a rise out of James at the very least about it. So a few years back, uh, Super Mario Odyssey came mm-hmm. out on the uh, Nintendo Switch. I don't know if yeah. you played that on your Switch I have yet. not. I've, it's been recommended to me by the Checkpoint XP uh, national radio show guys. Yep. Um, but I have not. I've, I've been strictly Mario Party and okay. Mario Kart because those are the two games that can get my fiance to play against me. It's a good Mario game as as far as you know. Every Nintendo system's got to have a Mario game of some sort, and yeah. it's it's very it's 3D Mario, and it's done really well. Uh, one of the joys of it is that you can buy different costumes for Mario to oh, run nice. around in, which is pretty cool. There's a beach level, so you can buy Mario uh, just in... Manthong? Sh- Mario Manthong? No, no. He's just oh, in some man. shorts. Just some beach shorts. Get with it, Nintendo. Manthongs are in. Right. But, Rokini uh, just came out. When yeah. When that uh, when you when you could get Mario in his beach shorts, he, he you found out that Mario did have nipples. He did have nipples. And he had these little round circles where his nipples would be. Okay. And that was, you know, it wasn't too detailed. Well, good, because, I mean, most men have nipples. He's, he's a cartoon-ish character, so, yeah. you know, it wasn't too detailed. But Mario's got nipples, yeah. as, as, a, as a man would. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Nintendo of America tweeted out, Stay cool, Mario. And they uh, tweeted this picture out, and Mario's nipples were gone. What happened to his nipples? Oh, no. They have removed Mario's nipples. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Give the man back his nipples! Mario has had a mastectomy and had his nipples removed, courtesy oh, no. of Nintendo of uh, Nintendo of Europe. Actually. All of the hard work this Italian plumber is put into saving the Mushroom Kingdom, and they take away his nipples. He, he's not allowed his nipples, man. What is Princess Peach going to play with for foreplay? <laughs> yeah. uh, nothing clamps, nothing to clamp him onto. Right. Mm. This is a travesty against video games. I love that the internet has decided because it's always. Princess Peach is always getting kidnapped by Bowser, and the Mario's always never saving her. I love that the internet has decided that actually Bowser and Princess Peach just got something going on on the side. Oh, it's probably another cuckold situation, like with uh, Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey. Yeah, could be. <laughs> you know, Mario needs Bowser the Bull to come in and right. do the work that he can't do, because he's got no nipples! 
And then Nipples they, are gone! And then they had the latest new Super Mario where you could get the crown that turned Toad into Princess Toadstool. So people immediately made fan art and uh, cosplay of Bowser as a, as a princess. Oh, Princess Bowser. <laughs> nice. Right, exactly. It was a gender-changing crown. But yeah, so Mario's missing his nipples. That's uh, a little upsetting. Sorry, Mario. I don't know why the creators decide to. I don't know, man. I, a little upsetting? If someone took your nipples, I think it'd be a, incredibly upsetting. I think you're downplaying it, Chuck. I'm, maybe. I don't know. I don't get a lot of use out of them, but I, <laughs> I, I would notice they were gone. They're yeah. there mostly for aesthetics because you know, it would look weird without nipples. Probably. You know? Probably. Be like without eyebrows. My God. Yeah. Can you <laughs> picture that? What would, you, what would you rather lose, your nipples or your eyebrows? Eyebrows. Not uh, Nipples. Oh, wow. Are you okay. kidding me? I the eyebrows keep the water out of your eyes. It stops the water. Yeah, you know what else here? does? <laughs> it keeps the water out of your eyes, too. I can just wipe your wrist across your forehead. I don't want to be a freak. They sell headbands. <laughs> the eyebrows I'll, will grow back eventually. Your nipples like, aren't, aren't growing back. I'll look like Kane. I don't care. <laughs> no eyebrows? It's fine. <laughs> Uh, while we're talking about the Nintendo Switch, I saw this a couple of weeks ago and forgot to bring it up last week. A uh, book called A Traveler at the Gates of Wisdom. It's supposed to be a, a historical no- novel by an Irish author called John Boyne. Uh, has a recipe in it that he pulled directly out of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Is <laughs> recipes in this game? Yes. Yeah. In Breath of the Wild, you can because you pick up, you know, uh, mushrooms and you pick up different berries and and all sorts of stuff. And then uh, in the towns, there will be a little cooking pot. and You can throw a bunch of stuff in the cooking pot and make food. So now it's like Fallout. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is very much like Fallout or Skyrim, but it's very enjoyable, too. I sunk so many hours into it. Everybody I know, if you look in your friends list, everybody who's ever played it has sunk at least 100 plus hours in. Oh, wow. Well, maybe I shouldn't buy that one. <laughs> I'll lose 100 hours of my life. Right. I guarantee they'd lose me in 12 minutes. <laughs> I was like, what? I got to cook my own food in this video game? Heck no. I order a pizza for dinner every night. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> not far from the truth. But in the book, he uh, he recommends uh, in this in this thing putting a spicy pepper together with four Highland shrooms and a red Lizulfos, which is one of the monsters. Because when you kill monsters, parts of them will drop off, and Ooh. you cook those, and, and you're, you can cook an octo octorock steak. How, how many Highland shrooms in that recipe? Four. There could be only one. <laughs> no, they're not Highlander shrooms. They're Highland shrooms. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> You eat the one last, the one left standing after they've been yeah. chopped to pieces. All right, exactly. Have you guys heard of the Ninja Museum? Yeah. Did you know there was a Ninja you, Museum? I did not. I didn't until this may be the story that you're about to talk about. Probably because I saw this on Friday. So there's a Ninja Museum in Japan that has the history of a particular clan of ninja. And police were called. Is it the Foot Clan? It's not the Foot Clan. No. It's the uh, Iga Ryu Clan. Uh, police were called to the museum in the middle of the day because somebody stole about nine grand out of their safe at the Ninja Museum. Well, there was a ninja not on duty watching. <laughs> or the most powerful ninja of all snuck in and took right. the grand. It's got to be another clan, right? It's the, the Foot oh, Clan? Oh, yeah, maybe it is the Foot Clan. The, the Foot, foot Clan broke like, into the Ninja yeah. Museum? This is how we make our name. Shredder's yeah. like, this is how we make our name, boys. We take out the Ninja Museum. I mean, do ninjas have a lot of work these days? So maybe they're just bored. And they got to attack their ninja museums. I know it is funny because I remember seeing that story too, and it was like one million yen. But then you do the conversion, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like you grand. said, it's like nine nine thousand dollars. Right, like exactly. That. Yeah, because they don't. I don't think they use decimal points. No, like a, a, they have a dollar coin is like a hundred yen coin. Yeah, ninja museum breaking in the ninja museum. 
You'd think the Ninja Museum would have better security than yeah. that. Well, you really here's, would. A, here's the thing, too, though. It's the Ninja Museum, not the dojo. Like, oh, true. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. like, yeah, we're just here. You've got, you've got you know, like, ninja, like, it's a guy who looks like me as the security guard. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not that hard to get past. <laughs> I picture you in like a ninja outfit, though, even as a security guard. Yeah. Skin tight, black, like, morph suit. Like Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. I was yeah. about to bring up Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> There's another story I saw a couple of weeks ago over on Kotaku. Uh, Israel is testing out tanks that use Xbox controllers to uh, pilot them. Ooh. You're still in the tank, oh. but you're using an Xbox controller to move the to move the tank around. This seems like an awful idea. Oh, well, wait till you see those tanks do wheelies or whatever well, else. Like, <laughs> like, like, uh, like Rocket League. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this tank starts shooting soccer goals. <laughs> People start hacking the uh, hacking the tank technology to make it do crazy. So, things. when's the military going to recruit thirteen year olds that are really good on the Xbox to uh, to just drive the tanks? Take out their enemies. <laughs> we have an army of thirteen year old gamers, dude. It, Don't they, mess with us. If they go drone controlled by someone with a gamer skill set, yeah, you know, it could be bad news for uh, whoever they're going up against. Right? What country is this? Uh, Israel. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you thought things couldn't get worse. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, oh, no. that's big trouble. What happens if your batteries go out while you're driving your tank, <laughs> man? Well, I hope you got a backup pair. You should be like me. I have eight AA batteries on hold, ready to go at any moment. I always uh, I, I always use the two AA batteries for the Xbox 360's controllers. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I got the rechargeables. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool, except the rechargeables just die. Just out, die, yep, out not die like, after a few years. Bloop, bloop. Battery low. Oh, yeah, you mean you can't even recharge Yeah, them. like yeah. they won't even recharge. Yeah. Then I ended up going back to just, I'm just going to put the double A's in here. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Um, also, the Fall Guys, which we've talked about many times on this show. Yeah. New fun game. Uh, as of uh, when I was driving in this morning, a UK gamer site says that it is the most downloaded game on PlayStation wow. Plus. Wow. Which well, it, it helps when they give it away for free. It does. Absolutely. On the PlayStation, the game is free. Uh, right now, so anybody who wants to play Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, if you have a PS4, you can go download it. If you're a pay, uh, PS Plus member, you can get it for free. But uh, I mean, the game's fun. It's getting a lot of press. Oh, it's, a blast. it's all over. The Tim the Tap Man couldn't get a win, and he's doing huge numbers on his stream. People coming to watch him try to get that versus crown. Um, it's a fun little. Uh, it's a new spin on a battle royale style game. I watched know? a couple of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, Dakota Kai plays it on oh, her Twitch she? stream. I've seen a couple of different uh, wrestlers playing on Twitch. I think Xavier Woods was playing it and having a grand time. Got to get in on their lobby. It's, yeah. it's a game that I'm kind of com- conflicted. I'm like, do I enjoy this game or do I not enjoy this game? Because I will rage like an SOB. Yeah, I will get angry uh, when, when it doesn't go my way, but then like I'm over it very quickly because yeah. you can get right back into the next one. Yeah, exactly. Which I appreciate very much. Do you know there's uh, – have you seen that there's hackers in Fall Guys? Um, I've heard a little bit about it. I've read a couple stories, but it's just – now you got to hack Fall Guys. Right. Of Come all on. things. Come on. Is like, it that important? Why are you going to cheat at Fall win? Guys? Yeah. But uh, somebody was uh, sharing videos on Twitch or on, on Twitter, excuse me, of what you're supposed to do when you find out you have a hacker on your team. It's usually fairly obvious because they're like flying, flying around yeah. the map faster than anybody else can. But uh, one of the videos showed uh, it was one of the like soccer matches. And it's like the minute the yellow team realized they had a hacker on their team, they just started putting the ball in the in the blue Thing oh, just to throw just, the to throw the game to get rid of the hacker. 
And that seems to be what a lot of people are doing. Once oh, you uh, that would be hard for me to do. I got to throw this match in the soccer ball game. I don't like to throw the match. <laughs> but she, do you really want to win with a cheater? I'd rather send. Yeah, why not? I'll I'd win. Rather, I'd rather. I'd rather send that hacker a nasty uh, DM. I want to. I want to make that cheater rage out. Oh, I want to make enough. him. Yeah. He cheated and he still lost, and it's my fault. But you would be, be able like, to see him rage that. out. That's the thing. No, if you connected like audio, like you were on like a party, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Gonna throw this match, cheat, <laughs> son of a bitch. Also, there's a new uh, Netflix docu series that uh, I've been taking in the last couple of days called High Score. Have you guys heard about this? I saw that uh, on there. I haven't watched any of it though. It's got the same uh, the same narrator as the Toys That Made Us. So, okay. and I think it may be the same people putting it together, but it kind of covers uh, the history of video games from oh. like the 70s to the 90s. Nice. It's about six episodes each episode. The first episode is about the Atari and the beginning of video games. There's an episode about fighting games and esports. There's an episode about the first-person shooter and how that came about, about the Sega Genesis coming together. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. It's got some cool, like, chiptune music in it, and it's got some, uh, like, 8-bit kind of uh, graphics that go Very in between cool. stuff when they recreate things that uh, they're talking to different people about. They do leave some stuff out, like they were when they were talking about when Nintendo uh, took over the, with the Nintendo Entertainment System. They did mm-hmm. not mention whatsoever the Sega Master System, which was the competing 8-bit system at the time. Oh, I, I didn't know I didn't even it was know that a system. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I, the only reason I know that is because that was where I went. Everybody else got a Nintendo, and I got a Sega Master System because... What Ram- the heck did you play on a Sega Master? Uh, it had Rampage on it, which looked cooler than it did on the Nintendo. Like it did you looked, get all three of the... Yes. You got the, the Werewolf too. Yep, oh. it, had, it, it looked way cooler than it did on the Nintendo. Did they cover the 3DO? They did not. Oh, damn it. They did not cover the 3DO. They also didn't talk about the fact there's an episode about role-playing games, about the beginnings of the role-playing games and how originally with computer games it was all text-based adventures and how it you know eventually evolves into Skyrim. And they talked about Final Fantasy, but they didn't talk about like Dragon Warrior, really? which I feel like I wouldn't, we wouldn't have had Final Fantasy if Dragon Warrior hadn't been a thing. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that uh, on the NES. Yeah, because I, I know I played Dragon Warrior way before I played Final Fantasy. But it is a lot of fun. If, if you're a hardcore gamer and you know a lot of the history of it, then like... You're you're gonna be like, why aren't they talking about this? They talk about the ET game. They mm. even uh, they even informed me on some stuff. There was a thing. Hold on here. In the first episode when they were talking about Atari, before the Atari twenty six hundred, there was something called the Fairchild Channel F, mm. which is like the first cartridge based home console, hmm. and it just did like it never got off the ground. That was before like the Intellivision stuff? The Intellivision and the, and the Atari 2600. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Like they, they do this whole episode about the Atari 2600, but they do not mention the Intellivision or the ColecoVision, hmm. which were the big com- competitors at the time. Because my friend growing up across the street, they had an Intellivision. He would play that. I loved the Intellivision. It was, it's yeah. always funny to me when you get the big competing systems throughout the years, which the, the one that typically doesn't do well is typically is almost always the one that looks better or, wow. or feels like it's, I don't know, more cerebral, more intelligent. Cause the Intellivision instead of just having the controller and the button had like the number pad on yeah. it. So they had a whole bunch of buttons for you to play with, mm. but I, I recommend it. I just finished it up uh, last night before I came in and it was, uh, it was very fun. You'll learn a couple of things. You'll see a bunch of stuff, uh, especially if you're an eighties gamer like me, you'll see a bunch of stuff like, Man, I remember arcades look like that. Yeah, a little trip down nostalgia lane. Right. Or you'll see, you know, like, oh, man, I remember when Toys R Us looked like that. That was awesome. I yeah. miss the old school Toys R Us. Yeah, with the aisle with just the papers that you'd take out and then mm-hmm. take to the, the, the big 
They'd have like glass. a list of pictures of the games. You'd have to flip it over to see the back and then yep. pull the little ticket out and then go to the cashier and ring it up. And then you have to take your receipt and that over to the other little uh, desk. And then they'd go in the back and actually give you the game. It was a, it was a process to buy a video game. It absolutely was. Absolutely. It's always funny to me to see how much those games were, too. Like the episode oh. about the Genesis talked about one of the first things they did when they localized it here to America was drop it from, I think it was like $189 to $159. I'm like, $189 for a psychic Genesis? Yeah, for a system. <laughs> That's... And then and then realizing that I paid like $300 for a Sega Saturn mm. in like 1998 yeah. or whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, check out High Score over on Netflix. Very fun stuff. And uh, we've got... Fun stuff to talk about next week, too. I've still got a whole bunch of notes that we can uh, get to. Once again, I apologize for whatever catastrophe is about to happen this weekend <laughs> so that I can't see New Mutants and Bill and Ted. But uh, sorry, it's my fault. Good luck. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out for some nerd radio. Let me talk some nerd stuff to you. Do you have anything uh, you want to tell the listeners before we uh, go? No. I'm doing this again, are we? Yeah. Ooh, a different response. I got him to say, wow. yeah. You got him to say a different, right, cool. different response. If I get him to do this enough, then I can just make an Albeck soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> well, Albeck. Uh, no, yes. I'm hungry. Mash! <laughs> Jay Morse says hi. Yeah, Jay Morse says how He loves you. The only way he knows how. <laughs> All right, follow us on uh, social media at Nerd Radio 101 and meet us back here for more Nerd Radio next week. I'll let you guys know how... Uh, how the Bill and Ted movie was. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, that's Wayne's World. Spoilers. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, Thank nerds. You. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. Man, I am an old man playing with the technology going, where did this go? How do I do this? <laughs> How do you turn on that Nintendo machine? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We got multiple Jeffs in here. Jay Gons. All it's Jeff you guys. Fest. <laughs> Jeff Fest. You know, Angry Jeff, uh, along with Jay Gons, they're uh, members of the Detroit Gamers. Jeff Fest happens a couple months after Alcon. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who keep track at home. Right. <laughs> <laughs>